What could you learn if you were a fly on the wall when two doctors talk shop? One's a chiropractor, one's an ER doctor. Two different doctors, two sides of the story. Let's get going. All quiet on the set, please. Prepare your funny bone. You gotta like it. I challenge you not to play the air guitar right now. <laughs> the Rolling Stones, 1981. Oh, damn. Yes. Driving down the highway, A1A, California. Oh wait, no, I was, I was ten. I wasn't. But somebody, somebody was. <laughs> somebody probably, was doing that. Doing that. I was thinking about convertible wind in my hair and sure, except I have none. Yeah, but there was a time. Yeah, you could have. Oh, back in the eighties, I had some hair. Sure. Ooh. All right. Feathered back, comb so in my back pocket. These guys, so prolific. I actually met the Rolling Stones in the Voodoo Lounge tour. I was a young whippersnapper at the University of Florida, and they came through Gainesville. And uh, I somehow weaseled my way into the. Uh, I found the, the 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 chef that was cooking. Uh, okay, again, I'm talking about food. This is a little <laughs> embarrassing, but so I, they they serve all the the the. We were just like yeah. setting up chairs and taking this there, and then the, the lady that was cooking, I was like, man, this is really good. And she came by and I said, chef, this is really yummy food. Thanks a lot. She's like, oh yeah, you know, I got to be good because I'm cooking for you know Mick Jagger, and then I was like. No kidding. Anyway, long story short, I get her to let me be her personal helper in the kitchen. Did you tell her you can you knew how to make a great burger? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't I don't usually burn myself. Man. Right, right. Uh, so she takes me back in the kitchen, and so I'm back there, and she's like, "Help me with this," and she she handed me this giant shepherd's pie, and then um, and I start following her, and we go into the super cool room. With black candles, um, I'll never forget. They had cigarettes <laughs> laid, thousands laid out in all these different designs. And I'm thinking, where are we? She's like, this is their personal dressing room. Oh, so I'm in the Rolling Stones personal dressing room, giving Mick Jagger his shepherd's pie. Actually, I was leaving it there. Okay, yeah. you know, there's no coming in contact with the uh, actual band members. That was so. Wow. So then. I, I I see I see another room that has all these video games and pool tables and everything in it, and uh, uh, so I wandered in. I said, "This looks cool." Well, there's Mick Jagger, Keith Richards. Okay, there they are, Charlie. Everybody's there, and I I start doing like a little pinball action. I went and stood next to one group, and you know they're talking, and you're just kind of going, "Oh yes, they, oh yeah, the drums are." Those are cool. That's the kind of yeah. And then I, I kind of moved over to this other one over here, and, and I started talking to them. And then before you know it, I am in a conversation with Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and some other guy. Come on, swear to you. When I say in it, I'm standing there. I have literally just walked <laughs> up 
and stood there and just kind of was like, yeah, totally right. I, I may have even at some point adopted an English accent, like, right. Sure, sure. Just, yeah. So, um, now you didn't tell them that Pinball Wizard was your favorite song, did you? No, no, because that different would have been band. Dis- different yeah, that band. would have gotten me kicked out. Right. But so I look up and I'm looking, I'm like sitting here going, oh my God, I can't believe I'm sitting here. And then through right over Mick's shoulder, I see the chef. <laughs> Is this a true story? This is a true story. (laughs) I'm in the young Dr. Dean before my chiropractic days at the University of Florida, standing next, talking to Mick Jagger. Not talk again. I was not talking. I was just like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, of course. (laughs) And then I look up and I see the chef. And when I tell you there was flames coming out of her eyes, she's like, get over here right now. You are not so uh, after that, I didn't work for the chef anymore. Yeah. I yep. went back to chair putting out her. I gotcha. Yep. But that is a cool story. There I was. So technically speaking, I was a member of the Rolling Stones. That's stretching it. Yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't. But I was. You uh, were close to their member. <laughs> but that. <laughs> that's a different. Uh, yeah. It was weird. I felt strange. Yeah. Anyway. So that's it. I, I, that was my Rolling Stones. I have a different story for you today. Sure. Rock on. So there I yeah. was, Dr. Darren. Uh, nay, just a few weeks ago, minding my own business, if you will. And, you know, I, I feel bad because um, my wife has, from time to time, you know, they get the UTI and they say, oh, you know, I don't feel very good. I yeah, just, sure. I feel like I have to kind of pee a lot and, you know. And I'm, and I, I feel bad, but I just, I'm like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I cannot relate with that. Right. Right. Or I couldn't relate with that <laughs> until a few weeks ago. Sure. And all of a sudden, I, I mean, I mean, when I say out of nowhere, I'm talking about David Copperfield magic trick, spin the cabinet around. Now there's a lady standing there in sequence. I mean, that's surprising. I'm, I'm, I, here I go. Sure. I, gosh, you know, I, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, say it's number one. So I go and I said, uh, okay, so I go to the bathroom and normally we do, uh, do that. Very nice. Wash the hands and we're good. Except for this time when I went, I didn't feel like, like I went, but then I still felt like, geez, I, I had, you know, that a little alarm in your, that's not an alarm, but I mean, it's the thing that makes you get up from the couch yeah, and go to the bathroom, whatever that feeling is. It's great to have that feeling. Otherwise, we'd have accidents all over the place. Or we? a bursting bladder. True. What do we call that? The, the feeling. The sure. feeling. The, the, ba- the bathroom feeling. I gotta, I, there's, a, there's a level of it where you're sitting there like, I'm probably going to have to go to the bathroom here shortly. Yep. But you don't like, you know, if you're watching your favorite show, you're not like, I'm going to get up. Yeah. You know? But then it's in the back of your mind yeah, and you're not kinda, really as comfortable as you normally yeah, would be. Like, maybe, maybe... Okay, next commercial. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and get up. Okay. So there was that. And I was probably at next commercial stage. And then I went. And then when I was done, still at next commercial phase of, hmm. man, I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. Well, that wasn't any fun. That was a little confusing. I'm like, huh, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Went about my day, the evening, still a whole, now the whole time. Now I realize I'm like... I am in a little bit of a pickle here because now no, I feel no pun like, intended. No, <laughs> no. <clears throat> little little pickle. No, I no, I got it. Thanks. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I, got it. yeah, yeah no, yeah. I didn't. Uh, no, I. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Trying to run a family show here. 
<laughs> I'm talking about pickles. Yeah, I don't know, I know what I'm you're talking, talking about. Yeah. So, no, but man, the rest of the night, I was like, oh, God, I feel like I'm there. Let me go again. And I mean, I'm talking about five, six, seven, eight times I go to the bathroom and you go. And look, just I'm just telling you, we're going to talk about it for a second. If it makes you uncomfortable, stick with me because uh, yeah. you ain't heard nothing yet. Right. So I'm just telling you, <laughs> I'm going, I'm standing there, I got to go to the bathroom. And I go and I'm standing there and I'm like, nothing's happening here. Wow. But my brain is telling me and my bladder is telling me it is time to pee. So it's a very strange feeling to go to feel that like when your bladder's going, you gotta go. Yeah. And then you can't there's not and it wasn't like I couldn't have done anything. I had just gone. It wasn't I knew just academically, well, my bladder's not really full. Why do I still feel like this? And all of a sudden I'm like, Oh my God. I feel so bad for my wife when she gets the UTI deal. Yeah, sure. Because this is what it this is what it must feel like, and it is not pleasant. And at that point, you're thinking that I am a woman. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Forget. You're like, what were we uh, talking about? No, go ahead. Yeah, no. Okay, so so you're standing there, and yeah. you can't get right now. You're putting it together in your head, and you're thinking, I have a urinary tract infection. Correct. That's what I was thinking. Okay. All right. I, I mean, you know, I, I can put some puzzle pieces together. I yeah. mean, it, it only took me like nine trips to the bathroom. And yeah. I'm like, Wait a minute, this isn't normal. And how often do you get those urinary tract infections in your life? Never. Right. And, you know, that's the, the thing, the interesting thing about, you know, a sickness, illness, something, an injury is you, you innately, so you, there's like a little thing in your brain that goes, this is wrong. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And for an adult male, yeah. who's never been prone to urinary tract infections in the past. Never. It would be quite odd, not impossible, but odd, yeah. to develop one now yeah. without something else going on. Yeah, it was weird. So I called my good friend, Dr. Darren, and said... Brilliant guy. Yeah, he's a smart guy. Yeah, talented. And I, <laughs> and I said, Dr. Darren, I got to go pee-pee <laughs> all the time. I remember it well. And you're like, listen, man, I don't care. No, I'm kidding. Right. At so, that time, I was chopping wood. Yes. You know, and. Um, yeah, with your shirt off. Yep. And there was. There was a saw mm-hmm. and involved. In, Manly. Uh, yep. Lumberjack type things. Just drinking beer. and Of course. Out of a stein. Raw steak, <laughs> steak meat. It's a raw you know? animal that right. just happened to go by. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So, uh, so it was very helpful. I do appreciate it. And we kind of thought, well, let's go get checked out. And I did. I mean, at at minimum, with those symptoms, you need a urinalysis. Uh, yeah. Do the, do the, the old pee-pee in a cup thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had peed 9,000 times before <laughs> I got there. And the guy's like, hey, can you pee in this cup? And I'm like, I'm not sure that I can. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. <laughs> I always <laughs> feel like I have to go right, right now. So we did all that and they came back. He said, you're fine. You know, I, you know, they, I, he, uh, he gave me an antibiotic just in case, just in case. I got it. So I go home and I got to be honest with you again, here I am empathizing with my wife because this is kind of befuddling. Yeah. Like, man, I just feel like I got to go. And, and by now I feel like I got to go. Like, like remember I said that there was a level. Where you're thinking about it and then maybe not. And then there was the, the level of, I got to go at the next commercial. Sure. Okay. I got, I got to the level of, I got to go and we're talking rock concert. 
I've been having some cocktails. Yeah. I didn't want to miss those last three songs, <laughs> but now I'm going to run to the bathroom. And of course, there's 28 people in line ahead right, of you. Right. And you know what bothers me about those lines at the rock concert? Two things. Number one, how come everybody in front of you looks like they don't have to go that bad? <laughs> they're hanging out and they're still drinking you know beer. I mean? You know what I mean? They're yeah. talking. And, oh, just, you got a party later. And I'm thinking, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> I have to go so bad. Please, somebody. You, you can't ask somebody to trade with you. No, no. Like, I'm talking about 28 people back. Yep. I'm miserable. And by the way, when you get in there, just ew. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I got it. You, you have to splash in. You have to have like the, the rain boots <laughs> to get in there. And then, like, what are you? Are you, you just feel like I should just pee on the floor. Yeah. I mean, you know. Because I think that's been done. Right. 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 This mean, is what I'm splashing around in. Yeah. So that, that, but that's the feeling I had. Like that, that kind of yeah. like, oh my God, I am not going to make it. But now I'm feeling this all the time. So the first thing, you know, you think in urinary tract infection, sure, sure, show yeah, yeah. top of the list. Yeah. Next, let's think about high glucose. So you're not yeah. not diabetic. Nope. No. So I mean, if yeah. your if your sugar levels are really high, yeah. So your body's going to try to get rid of it by urinating, yeah, a yeah. lot more frequently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other thing you think about is, well, maybe you're not emptying completely. Right. Okay. And with men of our Maturity, sure. You know that little thing called the prostate, sure. Maybe not be so little anymore. And I'm, and I know this is, I know this is a little <laughs> uncomfortable to talk about, but yeah. I'm just, I'm sharing this because if you have this, uh, these feelings, I want you to be able to go, hey, I remember Doctor Dean having these problems, yeah. And maybe this will kind of clue you in a little bit, yeah. And so you know, you go to the 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 doctor and they test the urine and yeah. you know they can see if there's sugar in your urine so if you're spilling a yeah. lot of glucose in the urine you yeah. can measure that i tried not to spill yeah well that- which is which <laughs> <laughs> which is you know you get in there and i don't know if this is different for for ladies than it is for guys but you get to the point where like when you do the the when you're trying to hit that cup and you're in do you start and then you try to stop and then go for the cup or you just go straight into that cup and then you start thinking my bladder is bigger than this little tiny cup yeah like, no doubt it's a it it can be a little dicey mm-hmm. just because we're talking about peepee i'm going to take a little tiny little detour because i have to tell you the story that my friend told me so there she was in the uh, parking lot of walmart so okay. there can you go there in your mind the parking lot of walmart yeah. we're only the finest people yeah yeah uh, gather we usually take our RV there just for the weekend. Absolutely, get the get the uh, grill out and yep. go for it. Uh, so there she is, and a a a rather a, a kind of like I don't want to say hysterical, but a kind of a, um, an upset woman came up to her, just kind of, and it was just one of those things, man, where you just you kind of she just kind of went for it, and then you're, you're in the moment, you're not really exactly thinking. But the lady hands her something and just goes, "Can you help me with this?" And she is a sweet person herself. And she's like, grabs it and goes, uh, what, yeah, what do you like? Try, does not, not even sure what she's being handed. Sure. You know, and so she looks down and the lady goes, does that blue line mean I'm pregnant? Wow. Yeah. So then she goes, first, her first (laughs) thought is, oh, honey, yeah, I I think it does. And then her second thought was, oh my God, I'm handling this lady's test. (laughs) 
Wait. Can you <laughs> well, wait. First of all, the fact that somebody came up to somebody else in a Walmart parking lot. Yeah. Not, not that odd. Hey, I said Walmart. Secondly, I could imagine me walking through the parking lot with my wife. Yeah. And this girl comes up to me and goes, can you help me with this? Does this mean I'm pregnant? <laughs> all right. Right. <laughs> Oh. Uh, honey, I have no idea who oh, this I, is. I, yeah, I she she must know I'm a doctor, and she was right. That's it. You right. look very doctorly. Oh my god! Plus, you had the white jacket on. Yeah. No, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> the lady hands it to her, and she she felt bad because yeah, she looked sure. like she was distressed, and then she she's looked. And there's clearly a blue line, and then she's thinking, she just peed on this thing. Uh. And by the way, little extra side note: Where did she come from? She's in the parking lot <laughs> of the Walmart. Where did you do that? <laughs> Just it, over there? Like, I, yes, uh, parking space B9. Yeah. What is, how do you hand that to somebody? I don't know. But this is why I go to Target. Yeah, of course. It's a much higher level. Of, yeah. That's where I get my pillows. Uh, okay. So there we were. Yeah. Fast forward. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're in evening number two. Still feeling crummy, and and I'm really kind of ha- – I'd had some trouble sleeping that night before, and I said, look, I am not going to be evil to my wife, so I banished myself to the couch. I wasn't going to make my wife sit there and listen to me toss and turn and snore or I don't know, whatever, yeah. because I knew I was going to have to get up 92 times and not go to the bathroom, although I was going to walk up to the bathroom like I was going to go right? because it is so weird. Your your body just takes you to the bathroom, and you the whole time you're going, well, I know nothing's going to happen here, but I am certain this alarm in my body says I got to pee. Right. But there's nothing going on. Not going to happen. So there I am, fell asleep on the couch, and about 4 o'clock in the morning, I wake up, and you know what? I didn't feel like I had to pee anymore. Hmm. I was like, Yay! Yay, this is, my life is good, my life is grand, things are great. And uh, so I got up off the couch, I said, I am now unbanished. So I walk into my bedroom, and uh, it was like I laid down on a death button. I, my head hit my pillow, and then, have you seen the scene in the movie Alien, where that thing, like, comes bursting out of that guy's chest? Yeah, yeah. It was like that, except it wasn't my chest. My back and my side, it was like there was an alien eating its way out of my body. I mean, this was like lightning bolt. I went, oh, my God. And I'm a chiropractor. My first thought was, I have injured my back. This is This is really... Woo, this but, is, but who's going to adjust me? Right? Somebody, <laughs> you know? where's the emergency chiropractic line? Right. So, so I got up. I mean, like, I mean, like a bolt. I sat up out of bed. I was like, "Whoa, mama!" Did Ashley wake up with that? She didn't. I, but I, I just, but I mean, I mean, I was up right now. Yeah. And uh, I said, "Okay, okay, woo, woo, okay, wow, that's uh, that's sharp, son of a gun, like whoa." And so I know things. Because I'm a ninja chiropractor. Yeah. Right? So I know certain things. I said, I know what I'll do. I'll just bend this way and then bend that way. Because if I bend certain ways and it gets worse, I know where the problem is and I can maybe do some tricky stuff. That's cool. So I'm bending every which way and it's not changing 
at all. It was excruciating. Mm. And then, then, it got worse. Worse than the alien trying to eat its way out of your back. Uh Uh-huh. It was, I can't, I can't fully describe this pain. Like a nuclear bomb blowing up inside of you. Okay. A porcupine being yanked by its tail backwards through your innards. All right. Kind of like that. And then I had the feeling that I had to uh, I had to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, you want to go outside? You got to go tinky poo-poo. <sighs> but it was like I was torn. Is it number one? Is it number two? I felt yeah. like I had to do everything that you could ever do all at once. Okay. And I thought, am I pregnant? Yeah. No, no. Uh, I just didn't know what to do. I'm looking every which way. I mean, I, Dr. Darren, I got to tell you something for, for, a, for a moment. I was, you know, when you were a kid and you got lost, yeah, and you realized that moment, you can't see your parents, and also no idea where they are. Yeah, that's how I felt in that moment. I just didn't know which way to turn. There was something like barnacle, yeah. sand spur, <laughs> porcupine up inside my body. I know what's going on with you right now. No. I'm, I'm not gonna, done I'm describing gonna tell everybody. my pain. I'm going to tell everybody what you've got. <laughs> so it waned just a little bit. Yeah. So I thought, okay. And then it reared back up again. And I'm like, son of a gun. Like, this mm-hmm. is brutal. And so now I'm thinking, I, 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 I'm I, out of tricks. I tried every stretch. It was yeah. not changing. Nothing changed. It just kept b- hot poker. Couldn't make it worse. Nothing. Couldn't make it worse. Couldn't make it better. I prayed in every language I know, which is like just the one. But So on a I scale lo- of 0 to 10. 180. No, it can't be 180. It's 180. I said till 10. Just like everybody out there. 10's for babies. Yeah. It was 180. All right. So I started thinking I have got to get to my wife, and I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't. I don't. I don't know what she's gonna do. Yeah. Just watch me cry. It was. It was. It was. It was brutal. <laughs> so I. So I go over to the bed, and I'm now I'm on my knees because yeah. I can yeah. no longer stand up, and I'm crawling, and I my hand is reaching. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna wake her up, and I went. Oh God, wait! If I wake her up, she's gonna panic, and then. And then the boys, I had, you know, I got three boys, and they're gonna, she's going to wake up the boys, and then they're going to see me writhing in pain. Yeah, that's <laughs> not going to be I a could, good thing. I could, okay, hold on. Wait, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe it let go just a little bit. Maybe it let go a little bit. Okay, I could. Daddy's okay. just crying. It's, it's, it's okay. fine. It's okay so, to cry. So, so then it let go just a, just a tiny bit. And I was like, okay, okay, hold on. Hold on. And I'm like, my elbows, I'm kneeling and my elbows are on the bed. And I'm like, I like you're praying at night. And I yeah. Go, okay. And Ashley's sleeping. And snoring. <laughs> oh, wait. No, my, my wife doesn't snore. I'm doing the air quotes right now. She doesn't snore. So somebody else was snoring, uh, but she was asleep. I don't, must I'm be just picturing else. this whole thing. Dude. So and, and for some reason in my mind, you have a waterbed. No. And as you as you put your elbows down, it's like creating waves and yeah, right. No, no, no. But, the uh, so there I am, and then and then the pain it turns back turns up, turns back up, turns back up again, and uh, and I mean to to stay on your zero to ten scale seriously, the pain was what I'm what I think of as a solid nine. Okay, because to me a ten is floor screaming. 
no longer able to control self. Right. It was at nine. And then it dialed back to like an eight and a half. And I was like, yeah. maybe this is, it's just a, a back spasm. I'm still trying to convince myself. So was it, was it the worst thing you've ever felt in your life? Oh, I mean, I, I, the, the worst thing I could imagine someone yeah. feeling. Like, I can't. Like, I, I was, mean, you played football. Uh, and uh, I have broken bones. Yeah. I have uh, broken my nose. I got a concussion once. Right. Uh, 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 vaca- that's a Disney vacation. Yeah. This was, this was, this was bad to the bone, like some sort of like horrible, tortured, like I would have said, I would have told you anything. You want my, you want my password? Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. it. <laughs> anything you want. So, so then, so I was going to reach out Then I stopped and I saw I can wake up the kids and then, and that pain went at nine and a half. Now we're at nine and a half. Dialed like, up. Here I go again. My arm is reaching out. I'm going to, I mean, man, I'm just, I got to I gotta tell Ashley. She's gonna like. I'm gonna have to go to the hospital. I can't take this anymore because you can't. You feel like. I mean, honestly, which again, I I think this is what it would feel like if somebody took a giant like red hot iron and just jammed it up. You know. Yeah. And you were just. Oh, oh, oh. Right. Know? Right. I've never gotten a wedgie that bad, but I imagine that this is like Superman wedgie. Yeah, I okay? gotcha. <laughs> And then again, the pain just wanes back to like an eight and a half. And I was like, okay, I think I, think I can deal with this. I don't want to wake them up because then we're going to go to the hospital. I don't, want to, I don't want to see the kids see me like this. And so I like literally crawl out to my couch and I crawl and I kind of get <laughs> stumbling. I get up and I'm just excruciating. <laughs> I just pile into the couch and pass out. <laughs> Passed like, out. Out. Like, remember, like, uh, if you, did you see the movie Castaway with uh, uh, Tom Hanks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he had the tooth abscess or whatever, and he got right. the skate and just went. Oh, right. And then he. Oh, right. And then he just, uh, like, passed. That's what I felt like. Incredible. So uh, I will say that it was uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it was. So, Dr. Darren. Good Lord. Let me give you three guesses as to what you think that was. <laughs> well, I would think that you had a kidney stone. Uh, yeah. Maybe a kidney stone. Yeah. What about the, your third guess? Um, a really big ass kidney stone? Or that alien thing coming out of you. <laughs> I don't think it was that. I think I would have right. preferred the alien coming out of my chest. <laughs> Listen, you are... A classic example of how somebody presents to the emergency room, and I call it the kidney stone hour. Kidney stone hour. It's not really an hour, but it doesn't sound. It sounds few, like a party, but not <laughs> right. It's those few wee hours of the morning between two and five a.m. Oh, that if somebody signs in, yeah, with back pain, right, or flank pain, yeah. You know, you got yourself a kidney stone. Really? So that's the that's the witching hour. So that to speak. is the witching hour for kidney stones, Mama. Yeah, it and was... then there is some you know explanation for that, which you know we can talk what about. Is, but... what, so why? But why then? Why would the evil? I mean, I felt the I got a I got a peepee. Yeah, I felt like that for a while. But why that? 
that I mean, I I know the mechanism. I know it's get the stone and the kidney, and it is it, it you know kidney stone is like a sandspur, yeah, yeah, with, yeah, with me much. on that one, yeah. So so it's like that, and then it's got to come out into that little tube that between your kidney because all the fluid goes from your kidney into your bladder, right, right, and it's got to go in that little tube, and that's the fun part. That's party time, yeah, right? exactly. But why why that time? What is what is so special? Yeah. Well, you, think? you know, it can have to do with when they actually form. Yeah. Okay. You know, thinking about um, kidney stones is they're made in the kidney. Yeah. So when you have a quote unquote kidney stone attack, right? It's actually one that stone has left the kidney and right. is now in the ureter. That's that, the tube between the kidney and the bladder. You got it. Yeah. And when it gets lodged there, it causes a blockage or an obstruction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this dilation and stretching and spasm of the ureter that's blocked. Uh, and let me and let me encapsulate what you just said. The medical term for that is. Pretty much. Yeah. So, you know, and that's really also called colic, that type of pain. That kind you mean of like when the babies cry. Yeah. When pain, yeah, pain comes and goes and waves and it, it, you just can't get comfortable. And classically, you know, it's a gentleman of your age. <laughs> Gentlemen of a kind of age. writhing back and forth. Sometimes they can't even sit on the stretcher, uh, yeah. you know, because it's that uncomfortable. They yeah. just want to lean on something and turn and move. You, you all you want to do is get away from it. You know that time of night. You know you think about what what causes kidney stones to develop. Yeah, you why know? that time? You know, well, most of them, seventy five percent or so, yeah. are made up of calcium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, you think of it as a little snowball that kind of rolls down the hill and gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Right. All that kind of mass of calcium is kind of clumping together. Yeah. You know, and like until an evil it, asteroid. Yeah. Until it forms a certain size, and then they can leave when they're teeny tiny, like a grain of sand. Yeah. You know, they can be up to say a centimeter. This know, thing, maybe must, even a half inch. This was like a Buick. Yeah, everybody thinks that. <laughs> you know, it had to be. It's always great when I go in and said, "Well, we did their, your scan, and you have a kidney stone, and it's two millimeters." They're like, no they're like, way. no, that no. can't be. And usually, it's the spouse that goes, "Really? <laughs> like, 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 like you just fake? Now you're faking seriously, it? Seriously, two mi- That's but, it. No, it doesn't matter. It's yeah. the degree of obstruction." It's the spasm and the dilation of the ureter that causes the significant amount of pain. So why overnight? So you think about, well, why did they form to begin with? Yeah. So low fluid intake is a good cause. Low fluid intake. So you're dehydrating a little bit overnight. So, you know, it's funny because what I wanted to do when I felt like I had to pee, I I didn't want to drink. Right. But you should be drinking as much as you can. Right. Okay. Right. Um, So good possibility there so that, you know, dehydration can do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're we're in the the stone zone here in Florida. Yeah, why? Because it's flipping hot, right? (laughs) Oh, okay. And we get dehydrated. I was going to say, is there more calcium in the, the lime and the water? I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, yeah. No. more stuff in the water. Right. Very true. But, you know, when we're talking about, there was a great review article on um, e-medicine. Yeah. Which uh, was done by Chirag, uh, I think it's Dave or Dave, that um, that says that acute renal colic, okay, that's the kidney what stone. we call the pain, the pain from the yeah. kidney stone. Yeah. Acute renal col- colic is 
probably the most excruciatingly painful event a person can endure. Uh, I have to agree. Worse than, this yeah, is yeah. in the article, okay. worse than childbirth, uh, broken bones, gunshot wounds, burns, okay? <laughs> I mean, the most excruciatingly painful yeah. event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, I, am, I am in full agreement. So we really need a woman who... You know, had a natural childbirth and had a kidney stone. And get her to tell us. Yeah, which one is worse. I got to be honest with you. Number one, I've had a broken bone. Yeah. And that was like, I wish I had a broken bone yeah. when I was feeling this. Because yeah. it doesn't ever seem like it's going to stop ramping up. Yeah. There's your, your level of 10 keeps going higher. Yeah. That's why I said 180. Because you keep thinking, well, this is a 10. Nope, 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 nope. This is a 10. Nope, nope. Yeah. Now here, now here's a 10. And it's that colicky pain that hurts. I mean, a <sighs> broken bone, you can kind of localize it. It's focal. Oh, it's, it's in one area. Yeah. That colicky pain is just gnawing. And, you know, the, the actual, the, the location of the pain can change with where the stone is right. within the ureter. Right. So it can start off if it's pretty high up in the ureter. Yeah. In the flank area, mm -hmm. in the back. The side, yeah. Yeah. And then as it travels down closer to the bladder, yeah. you can experience it, you know, in the, 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 the abdomen. You can even experience it all the way down to the, uh, to the groin. Listen, to the I didn't even know if I had an abdomen, yeah. a groin, a leg, anything. Any, I didn't, I felt like just a giant ball of pain yeah. and, and crying. Right. It was, uh, I'm only, was, I'm only laughing because you're alive <laughs> and it wasn't an aneurysm. <laughs> no, right. I mean, man, I cannot, you know, I, like I said, had the broken bone, no yeah. big deal. Don't ever want to get pregnant to try to prove one's worse than the other. But I got to be honest, didn't feel so good. Yeah. And I'm sharing this because I, I mean, heck, I'm a doctor. Yeah. And I was confused for, it took me, a, and you were in that pain. Mm -hmm. You're just, you're like, oh, whoa. Like you just want to run somewhere, lay down, get up, run somewhere again, roll around, cry, whatever. Yeah. And then you, then you get, now again, well, I don't think we're trying to make you diagnose yourself with anything. Yeah. You need, you need to, you need to have somebody look at it. Right. But luckily for me, um, after I had all that pain, I passed out. Yeah. <laughs> what, this right, is, that's right. the weirdest thing I've ever said. Yeah. Luckily, I had all that pain <laughs> and I passed out. When I, when I woke up in the morning, I felt like a million bucks. Yeah. Like I woke up and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I feel pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. once that stone is through, and a lot of people think that that means it's out of your body, but just as a technicality, yeah. once it's into your bladder, you don't really feel it anymore yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. And, and I just want, want you to know that when I had my, my heart attack, I didn't cry uh -huh. or pass out. Here we go. <clears throat> but you and your, no, your that's heart cool. attack. That's cool. You and your little stone. Hey, where on that list? Didn't it say <laughs> heart attacks are for babies? Uh, I don't think. On there? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so you know the 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 um, people start. You can have a kidney stone at any age. Yeah. All right, but most of them occur between the ages of twenty, you know, first yeah. onset, and forty nine years of age. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, males to female ratio of it happening three to one. More guys. More guys. Right. You know, yep. and white guys and Asians. 
much more commonly developed kidney stones okay. than African Americans and Native Americans. Okay. 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 Um, so yours, we, we think, obviously, it passed on its own, right? I, it Spontaneously. Had to. I have, I mean, the next morning I felt achy, but I, I mean, literally 95% better. And then by the day after that, I felt like a million bucks. That was yeah. good. Like, so it was gone. Yeah. So that, that's good. I mean, and you're in a, a really high statistic of passing them, you know, between 80 and 85% yeah. pass spontaneously. But 15 to 20%, that's, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Don't pass them. Usually if the stone is seven millimeters or greater, it's very unlikely to pass. Seven millimeters? Yeah. yeah. Oh, come on. So yours was probably like one. Um, Are you trying to say that no, I had a baby? No, not Can at these... all. Not at all. I'm no. telling you, it hurt. <laughs> so what would happen? I mean, I was working that night. Yeah. And what would happen if you happened to wake up Ashley yeah, yeah. and she were to say, let's go see Dr. Darren. Mm-hmm. And she would have brought you, you know, what What would I do? You're probably dehydrated. A lot of people vomit. Oh. And so they become dehydrated. Yeah, so I'm going to give you some fluid. Okay. All right. Then we're going to give you some pain medicine. Yeah. You know, we're going to check certain things. You got to check through some stuff. We're going to look through some stuff. Yeah. Urine. Urinalysis. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do a CAT scan. Okay. No contrast, yeah. so we can see that stone light up, and we can actually visualize it in the ureter okay. if it's there, and even measure it, so we oh. can come up with an idea of whether it's going to pass spontaneously. So if you see, or not. like this is an eight millimeter stone, you're like, okay, yeah, like, oh that's boy, not, yeah. you know, not impossible to pass, but yeah. we're going to watch you and make sure your symptoms are getting better. So if your symptoms are not getting better, you're you're still having pain despite me giving you all these medicines. Yeah, yeah. Um, then it, it might be stuck. And at that point we need to a get gun. you admitted. <laughs> Shoot me. <laughs> yeah. General anesthesia. Okay. But no, then get you admitted to the hospital. Yeah. Get the urologist to see you. And then you might need an intervention to get rid of the stone. I, I felt like I needed an intervention. Yeah. Like an exorcism. Like all your friends come over. Yes, and- <laughs> Dean, we need to talk to you about your bladder. We think... <laughs> I mean, I th- we love you very much, yeah. but your, your, your ureter is full of spiky calcium. Yeah. There's something called medical expulsive therapy, or MET. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Time out. Don't give me any of that stuff. Okay, okay. So there's a drug called uh, um, Flomax. Have you heard yeah, of that? Okay. It's usually yeah. used for prostate. That's what it's marketed yeah, as. Yeah, yeah. But um, it relaxes the muscles of the ureter. Okay. So if you think about it, you know, the stone is sitting there in the ureter. There's a spasm. Yeah. It's not going to pass easily, even yeah. if it's pretty small. So that can help. But- if that doesn't work, then you're thinking about an intervention, and you need a urologist to come and see you. Yeah, the urologist will determine a you know this thing isn't going on anywhere on its own. Yeah, so I need to help you out. Um, there are stents that you can place in the ureter. Well, kind of like they do for the heart, right? Yeah, yeah kind of open it, it up a little bit. All right. Um, there's something called lithotripsy, which people have heard about, yes. right? So that's where, you know, they take high-energy sound waves and blast the stones into fragments and allow them to more easily pass smaller stones. Sounds so dangerous. Did yeah. you wear a hard hat while you're doing of that? Of course. Okay. You have to wear um, safety goggles. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, that's a OSHA requirement. <laughs> and then, you know, it, it's really important, too, to determine, well, what the heck made up the stone to begin with? Yeah, you got to you know, figure that out. Is it calcium? Yeah. Is it, you know, uric acid? Mm-hmm. You know, that's why it's important to follow up with a urologist. Yeah. Get your urine figured out. Yeah. You know, and um, take a look at that 
stone and see what it's made of so you can prevent them. Or if you're in the parking lot at Walmart, just have somebody that's walking by help you out. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where I go, because there's nothing shady about anybody walking, <laughs> nothing shady about anybody coming up to you in a Walmart parking no, lot. No, no, and uh, definitely just take whatever they hand you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I'm glad you made it through that. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, that was uh, a special moment in my life. Yeah. That was brutal, brutal pain. Yeah. And yeah. I and I and I'm going to say now that I consider myself lucky because that whole episode probably lasted maybe an hour. Yeah, you know, flank pain can be, you know, a lot of other things. So if you're in that excruciating pain, you know, I would say don't do what Dr. Dean did and stay home and not tell anybody and until <laughs> you pass out on the couch. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, th- that excruciating pain, there's something wrong. And if you haven't had a kidney stone in the past, you should get it figured out because it could be other stuff. And in my head, there's a lot of stuff that it could be. And a lot of that stuff can be dangerous. You know, and I and I did think for a minute, man, this could be back pain. But you don't have excruciating back pain like that. And then it just goes away and the next morning you get up and you're fine. Right. That, that's not your back. Right. You know what I mean? And uh, and if but, you're over 60 years old and you have that, never had a kidney stone, you have that sudden onset of pain. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you might do what you did and think it's a kidney stone and just pass mm-hmm. out. It could also be, you know, an aortic aneurysm that's ruptured. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and I'll say this. I'll say this. Uh, the the you, the That type of pain, I don't think anybody needs to be encouraged to go to the hospital. Right. I mean, I literally passed out yeah so i didn't have any choice and when i woke up lucky lucky enough i felt fine right but if you're having pain like that you're gonna call it you're gonna call somebody you're gonna call you the are Lord. the only I, one <laughs> who never who didn't go to the hospital with that I kind of pain i am an idiot no that's awesome well i think we have uh wrapped up my kidneys uh very neatly yeah uh if you have a an amazing story please share with us at uh help at like help, I'm having terrible kidney pain. At help at doc to doc podcast dot com. That's help at doc the number two doc podcast dot com. Uh, Doctor Darren, I am uh, so glad that uh, we were able to make our return. Yeah, and come back, uh, and we will have more for you next time. I gotta pee. <laughs> If you like what you heard today, go ahead and subscribe right now and share with a friend. And thank you for listening as we talk Doc to Doc.